when you pray for your husband, you are actually praying for yourself. As a wife, one of our major ministry is to pray for our husbands. If it is well with our husbands and our children, then it will be well with us also. Welcome to Mary's Table Talk. My name is Mary Egbude. Thank you for always tuning in to this podcast. If you're a regular listener, thank you so much. If this is your first time of hearing me, this is Mary's Table Talk. And my name is Mary Egbude. Last week's podcast, we talked about the power of a praying wife. This is the part two of that episode, The Power of the Praying Wife. Today we are going to be looking at the things you should pray for, for your husband. Last week we talked about how powerful a wife's prayer is over the life of her husband. That if a wife would go before God, bring her husband before God regularly and, and consistently, that most of the problems we face at home today in our marriages will not be there. So today I'm going to be teaching us some of the areas we should focus on when we are praying for our husband. So, the first part we are going to be looking at today, the first place we are going to be looking at today, is the wife. The wife, you, you the wife, yes, I'm talking to you. Pray for yourself first. Pray for yourself first. Because I mentioned it, I said, most women don't pray for their husbands because they are holding their husbands in unforgiveness. So, pray for yourself that God will help you to forgive your husband. If there's any way you are holding your husband in unforgiveness... God will help you to forgive your husband. I remember I told you in the last episode that the prayer of a sinner is an abomination to God. So tell God to help you. Any grudges you are holding against your husband, any malice, tell God to remove it. God should forgive you. The same way you have, you have disrespected your husband, the same way you have not honored him, the same way you have talked back at him, the same way you have fought him, or any, any terrible words you have spoken over his life, that God should show you mercy. Pray for yourself first. Then after praying for yourself, you can have the boldness and the grace to go before God to bring your husband before him. So the second thing you are going to be praying for is his work. You're going to be praying for your husband's work, your husband's job. It's a man's, it's in a man's place to cater and to fend for the family. When God created Adam and Eve, he first of all created Adam and took him to the garden and showed him the garden, told him to tend it and to fend, fend, take care of the garden. That was his job, that was his work, before he even brought Eve into the picture. So when Eve came, that thing Adam was doing, Eve was doing is assisting him. That was what they were using to feed. So pray for your husband's work, that God will prosper him in his place of work. God will give him a job, that will be able to do that, will fend for the family. It's not in a man's place to sit at home, why the wife go and work and come and feed the man. It's contrary to God's plan for man. So pray for his job, pray for his work. Then you also pray for his finances, that God will bless him financially. God said it is him that gives power to get wealth. Pray for that man, that God will open doors of financial favor for him. That God will begin to grant him divine favor, both internationally and locally. Pray for his finances. Because if, God, if your husband is actually rich and has money, you are going to eat from it too. I know you might be telling me, my husband, if he has money, does not give me. If he has money, he does not, he, does not, uh, he, he gives his friend, doesn't give me. That is another prayer point for you. Begin to pray that whenever this money comes into his hands, that you, you, you and your family will be the first partaker of this money. Then you pray for his sexuality. Pray for his sexual life. 
Some men go to watch pornography and be, they begin to see all sorts of sexual actions that they want the wife to perform at home, knowing fully well that the wife is not a harlot or a whore. Begin to pray for his sexual life that he will not go into pornography. He will not go outside and be sleeping with different women. Pray for his sexual life. This is a major area and a major cause of infidelity and uh, divorce. When a man begins to sleep around and, and, and his sexual life is not organized, begin to pray for his sexual life that he will not look elsewhere, he will not look to, to another woman, he will look only to you that is his wife. Pray for his sexuality. Then the fifth area you should look at is his affection. How affectionate is your husband? Is he caring? Is it is it a, is it the type of man that is uncaring? Pray for his affection that he should be able to be should be caring. He should have the interest of the children and and yourself at heart. Pray for his affection. Then also pray for his temptations. Everybody goes through temptation. Pray for his temptations. Then begin to tell God that Father help my husband not to come against him, come across temptation that he cannot handle. Begin to pray for his temptations, that he will not fall into temptation. There are so many temptations out there. You go out there, even you as a woman, you see half-naked girls on the road, you go to their offices, the same thing, you go to the place of work, you go to the market, you go to shops, you go to malls, you see all these women around with different spirits going up and down, spirit of seduction, spirit of lust. These are temptations for the man. So pray for him, that he, God will help him not to fall into temptations. Then you also pray for his mind. What a man is thinking, what, what we're thinking at every point in time is very important. Pray for his mind that he will not take evil thoughts. He will not harbor evil, evil desires. He will not harbor evil in his mind. Pray for his mind. They also pray for his fears. Even those men use ego and macho to cover up their fears. Most of them are afraid. They are afraid of death. They are afraid of losing their family. They are afraid to fail. They are afraid to not to succeed in life. Pray for his fears. Whatever his fears is, bring them before God and ask God to take care of those fears for him. And God should deliver him and help him in the name of Jesus. They also pray for his purpose. Everybody has a purpose. And in that man's life, you are one of those people that will help him to fulfill that purpose. So begin to pray that God will help him fulfill purpose. Pray for his purpose in life. Whatever purpose is, that God will give you a gra the grace to help him to fulfill that purpose. Some men are so afraid to, di to dive into new things. Some of them will procrastinate into today. I'll do it today. I'll do it tomorrow. Some of them, you, they can see the purpose clearly ahead of them, but they are afraid to go into it. Begin to pray that God will help them and give them the grace to fulfill purpose in the name of Jesus. They also pray for his choices. You know, every choice we make today or tomorrow, in front, begins. To, if we don't make good choices, it begins to haunt us. Begin to pray for his choices. That your husband will make right choices, even if you are not there. He will take right decisions. That the spirit of God will guide him to make right choices and to take right decisions that will not destroy the family, that will not cause havoc to the family, that will not bring evil home. If a man goes out there and choose another woman, it's a choice he has made, and that choice can also destroy his home. If a man goes out there to marry another wife secretly or to have another, to have a. a, 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 a a side chick outside. It's a choice he has made. And that terrible choice can also destroy his family. So begin to pray for his choices that he will make right choices. He will not make wrong choices. Then begin to pray. On the eleventh one, pray for his health. Pray for his health. This was also very important. Pray for his health that he will have good health, that God will give him divine health, that he will not die suddenly, that lifestyle diseases will not locate him, he will not have diabetes, high blood pressure, arthritis, whatever sickness is out there. God said he will not allow the disease of the Egyptians to come upon the righteous. Pray for his health. And also, number 12, pray for his protection, that God should protect him. As he goes out and comes in every day, that divine protection for him, that the angels of God will go out with him and come back with him. He will not die suddenly. He will not lack. Uh, wherever he go, the angels of God will go with him. 
pray for his protection then pray for his trials everybody has tri- one trial or another we are going through pray for his trials and the grace and the wisdom to overcome these trials and temptation pray for pray for him that god will help him and see him through then pray for his integrity you know some men they 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 don't have integrity some of them just they lie a lot they tell a lot of lies to cover up some 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 things they are doing some of them they'll tell you they, they, they are we can't you can't take them by their word their word is not their bond pray for your own husband that god will give him integrity that god will make him a man of integrity that when he speaks whatever he speaks people can take his word for his bond then pray for his reputation pray for his reputation that god will give him a godly reputation pray for his priorities what is important to this man? What are those things that are important to him? Some people, their family is more, their extended family is more important to them than their, their children. Their friends is more important to them than their children, Begin, but than their immediate fam, family. Begin to pray for him that he will set his priorities right. The children's education will be more important to him than any any uh, clothes out there or fashion strength out there. Pray for his uh, his priorities that god will set his priorities right he will take right choices and make right decisions they also pray for his relationships some men what the choice their home and their mind is their friends some of them keep bad friends pray that god should give him godly friends that god should give him godly relationship any relationship is into right now that is not godly that is destroying him that is teaching him evil that god should separate him and destroy such relationship in the name of jesus then pray for his fatherhood some men are very good outside but in the house they are terror to their children Pray that he will be a loving father to his children. Pray that he will love his children as, as himself. Pray that he will provide for his children, no matter what. He will te- his children will be of utmost priority to him. Pray for his fatherhood. Then number 19, pray for his, pa- his past. Some, some of them, their past used to haunt them. Maybe they don't want terrible things in the past. Pray for his past, that his past will not haunt him. That everything he has done in the past, that God should forgive him and let him move forward. Then pray for his attitude. Pray for his attitude. Ask God that God should give him a godly attitude. That whatever he, he finds himself, when people see him, God, people should know that, yeah, this is a child of God. Some people, some, some of them, their attitude are so bad and so terrible that you see a man on the road slapping another man's wife, beating another woman, insulting people. And you'll be asking, this person is not somebody's husband. Pray that your husband should have a good attitude and a godly attitude for that matter. Pray for your marriage. Pray for his marriage. That his marriage will not crumble. His marriage will not die. Pray for his emotions. Pray for his emotions. Pray for his marriage. His marriage is very important to pray for his marriage. His marriage, you are involved in that marriage. That this marriage will be a blessing to other couples. I want other people will emulate this your marriage. Then pray for his emotions. His emotions is very important. It's when a man has high emotion. Some of that's what causes domestic violence. When a man has emotions that it's always troubled, he's never happy, he's always in a bad mood. It will affect you also. Pray that God should give him peace. God should give him joy. God should give him godly emotions that, that will not cause havoc and pain to you and the children. Then pray for his, his talk, the way he talks, the way he addresses people. Some of them are very vulgar, they are very raw, they are very arrogant in their way of talking. Pray that God should help him to talk and to talk well. Then pray for his repentance, that God should help him to repent of whatever sin is hiding, whatever sin he has done in the past, he has not repented of, that God should help him to repent. Pray for his repentance, pray for his deliverance. That God should deliver him from every form of attack, every form of demonic altar, every form of demonic covenant that is involved into whether he knows about it or not, whether his parents has put him into any any demonic demonic uh, uh, covenant that God should deliver him. Pray for his deliverance. Then pray for his obedience. His obedience is that he should obey God before God calls him. Let him answer. 
If you whatever God gives me an instruction, let him obey. Pray for his pray for his obedience. Then pray for his self-image. Some men lose feel inferior. Some men feel insecure. Tell God that your husband will not feel inferior. He will not feel insecure. No matter what's happening in the home. Even if you are the breadwinner right now, your husband will not feel insecure. Pray for his image that God will help him to have a good self-image of himself and have good self-esteem and have confidence in himself so that he can be able to move forward and move the family forward. Then pray for his faith. His faith is very important. Pray that God will give him a strong faith, that he will believe in God's word. He will believe in God's servants. He will, he will study the word of God and he will believe what God is telling him. His faith, that God should give him faith. The spirit of faith should come upon him. Then pray for his future. That he will not he will not live a mediocre life, he will not be stagnant, he will not be in one position. He will move forward. His children will he will reap the fruit of his labor, he will not labor in vain. Pray for his future, ask God for a blissful future, a wonderful future ahead. That is aging, he will be aging with strength and with grace. And as you pray all these prayers for him, you also pray for yourself. Remember, in God's in God's mathematics, one plus one is equal to one. As you pray these prayers for your husband, God will also bless you. The same prayers you pray for him. Remember, the Bible said when Job prayed for his friend, God turned his captivity around. When you pray for your husband, you are also praying for yourself. I want to thank you for again today for listening to Mary Sable Talk. And this podcast this is the part two, final part of the power of a praying wife. And I, I just listed out today those areas you should pray for your husband, your husband, and how you should go about it. Take our time, even if it means once every day, once a day, pray one of those prayer points every day. Make it a, a project, a faith project between you and God. And you begin to see transformation in the life of your husband and in your marriage. God bless you. Thank you for listening. And I will see you in my next podcast.